The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Girls, let's go. We got to go to dance. This is Good Dad Angel here. When I'm not taking my girls to dance, I'm listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Because I'm a moop. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three, two, one. Sorry for the lateness of this episode this week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this is a big weekend. This weekend, we had my favorite combination. We had wrestling, and we had football. So this episode is running a little late. Plus, uh, last week's uh, second episode ran out a little bit late as well. So wanted to space it out, uh, give you guys uh, some time to listen to the episodes and catch up. Uh, to, to what went down, but definitely, definitely was a jam packed weekend. Oof. A lot of betting, a lot of drinking, a lot of joy, a lot of tears, all culminating, culminating into one exhausting weekend. And I got the booster shot. So, um, and I pretty much. Uh, gave, gave me a, a window to, um, f- basically cut school and do some things, if you know what I mean. Uh, let's just, let's just say that I was feeling a little sore and I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be able to make it today. Wink, wink, nod, nods. But yeah, this week was a long and fulfilling, um, entertaining weekend. Uh, Saturday night, guys and I went to House of Glory, and then Sunday, of course, was the Super Bowl. Oh, the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's a uh, you know as much as much as I can't stand the practices of the NFL when it comes to racial equality, uh, fairness, and the ability to take care of their players after. Their careers are over. I, uh, I'm still a fan and I watch it. Uh, I'm going to be sad because now that I've started my new addiction known as gambling, I'm not really going to be gambling during this time because I don't want to bet on anything else. I pretty much cashed out some money this past week and I was still playing with house money. So I dipped and dabbed in there a little bit. Um, made some box bets, made some prop bets. Ah, that was all right. I did okay. This, this, this year's Super Bowl was entertaining and it was one of those that if you had to, uh, if you were a fan, you were watching it more as if it was a chess game as opposed to, uh, uh, a big shootout that everybody thought it was going to be. People thought it was going to be a high scoring game. I kind of appreciate the defensive side of the games. I know it's a wrestling show, guys, but we'll get to that in a second. 
but um it was it was it was still entertaining still fun to watch and as much as I am a, a big football fan, I'm, I'm actually watching the game and breaking it down of what needs to be done, uh, what's going on and such. And, uh, almost felt like I should be coaching. It, it gave me this, this mentality of, ah, I could do that. Then after I stopped drinking, I realized that, yeah, I can't do that now. No, it's a whole lot to go on there. Although in Madden, I could be pretty good as a coach. Yeah. Madden, Madden will be the best way. I I would play Madden just in coaching mode. I wouldn't even fucking uh play the game. I'll just I'll just coach it. That should be that that would be cool, right? If you had a Madden tournaments where one guy's like the head coach, and then you had the the guy playing it. He's the one that play makes the 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 coach makes the play calls. That'd be interesting. Speaking of video games, um, we're we're looking at. Probably within the yeah, it's about a month away where WWE 2K22 will be released, and now there's some skeptics. There are some people out there in the YouTube land who are very skeptical of what's going on because you know a lot of times by this by you know by this time we will be seeing more gameplay modes, uh, more entrances. We're getting the release of legends on there like Piper, Savage, and such, but we're we're still not seeing gameplay mode and it's getting a little bit sketchy people are worried is is it going to be good i know a lot of people were uh were hearing the reviews of certain uh um youtubers who are giving it high praise but are they getting paid to say it are they doing it for the clout hmm we'll see and uh rest in peace to the WWE 2K19 servers this past week they went down so i know um i know there was many many people who were still playing on that server especially on PC which by the way on PC it's utterly amazing i know people were still on there um so this is their uh, their swan song i know a lot of people were not happy that that happened but other than that welcome everybody to another episode of Turnbuckle Tablet. I am your host, Mr. Ear to the Mat, the King ta- the, the, the King of Talk Style. And as always, a Jeep Thrill, Jay the Red Santee. Why do I was I, I sound like I was gonna say the King Tut? Sound like I was gonna go be very Egyptian. Be sure you check us out on all the social media outlets. Check us out on the like and group page on Facebook. Be sure you check us out on Instagram at Turnbuckle Tab as well as on Twitter at Turnbuckle Tab, and always be sure you check us out on YouTube and on the TikTok at Turnbuckle Tabloid. I'm, I'm trying to see that I did I read that right. I do this every week, and I still think that I'm not doing the the the, the right up the right way. I'm always seeming like I'm fumbling. Twitter Turnbuckle Tab, TikTok Turnbuckle Tabloid. Okay, I think we're good there. Be sure you check us out on all the podcasting outlets. Check us out on the like. Uh, and all the podcast. See, I, I'm I'm fumbling over shit. Be sure you check us out on all the podcasting outlets: iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you can find us. We're all available at all podcasting outlets. But if not, you could always go to RageWorksNetwork.com. RageWorksNetwork.com has all the RageWorks family under one umbrella. Yeah, guys, new shows are available now. Uh, new podcasts are up available now. RageWorksNetwork.com is the easiest place to go to just to get all 
shows connected to the Rageworks family. And as always, check out Rageworks.net. Rageworks.net has all reviews, previews, all things coming in the world in which we live in. The culture in which we live by. Pop culture. You know what it is. Movies, TV shows, video games, uh, toys, comic books. It's all there, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's all there at Rageworks.net. Rageworks.net, ladies and gentlemen. We do it for the culture, baby. Pop culture, that is. So I also mentioned that we attended the House of Glory event. Well, um, I, I'll break that down to you possibly next episode. Give you guys more of a, uh, an understanding of what happened there. There was a big announcement that uh, that happened on the event as well, and um, more and more wrestling uh, coming uh, as as the world opens up. The pandemic uh, seems to be hitting its plateau. We're here. We're seeing and hearing stories of states pulling back mandates and such. So it looks like. For now, we will be getting out of the bushes known as uh, COVID. We'll be getting out of the jungle and hopefully we'll be finding some level of normality. I got boosted because uh, for my job, I was quote unquote required to take it. And to be honest, fuck it, man. You know what? My daughter wanted it. Super producer seller wanted it. Went and took mom to get hers. And you know what? What what kind of person would I be that I didn't fuck and take it, and the rest of the family did? So might as well go out and um, we we're all gonna go out in a blaze. And I told you, it's gonna be that instance where in twenty twenty seven, twenty twenty eight, you're gonna see that commercial. Uh, did you take the COVID vaccine of twenty twenty one? You are entitled of compensation. The law offices of Schwartz and Millman. Yeah. It, it, I'm going to get the big payoff, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to get paid. So, uh, you too. Make sure you make sure you keep your uh, your vaccine card because you will get that money as well. What we got this week? This week, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Whole Milk Mike stops in with us and we'll discuss uh, Wrestling Rundown. We have some conversations about uh, a lot of Jeff Hardy talk um what else went now we we have a bunch of stuff on there i i i, I draw a blank because it just happened the other day so i just like uh i totally forgot what it was um we also have candace owens and rock have beef we also have uh jericho's thoughts on aew overtaking wwf um small conversation about some I, I saw I saw a debate going on in a group where they were talking about Domino uh Domino here uh, Dominic versus Hook and um WWE signs another indie wrestler which we believe will get released tomorrow so that and we got also around the square circle coming down your way going to talk about what we watch partook in and uh what we listened to in wrestling this week so don't go anywhere guys see you guys in a sec. And um I think I should uh I think I should go get some ginger ale. I got a little bit of dryness in my throat. Check you guys in a second. Bring the in-ring action home to your tabletop with the number one wrestling card game in the world, Super Show the Game. 
and live all your wildest wrestling fantasies without ever taking a chair shot. Available on supershowthegame.com. Order today and join a spectacle so grand it can only be called The Super Show. This is former WWE announcer Greg Hamilton, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of Turnbuckle Tabloid. This is Wrestling Rundown. Watching the Winter Olympics from time to time. What's, what's, I can catch Is there anything that's captivating? Like the luge, the skeleton, figure skating, tickles the bones a little bit. I like to say, I like to call it ice dancing. I'm more fancy that way. I prefer to watch ice dancing. It was funny because I was watching the ice dance, uh, the figure skating uh, competition, and then mm. I watched Big Brother. And the fucking figure skating gets, gets eliminated right as the fucking figure skating competition. Synchronized ice dancing. Yep. I, I I was having this conversation with my coworkers, and I'm sitting going, "Who the fuck?" Because you know now everybody's betting. The whole thing now is the, the, the whole apps. Everybody's now on the fucking uh, the now, Caesars now on the Olympics. Fan. Yeah, you can bet the other. Wow. I have a. I th- I think the the it was a three thousand uh not three yeah thirty five hundred plus on uh <laughs> the men's and the women's hockey teams to go gold. The women look good. I don't know about the men. I don't know about that happening. You're fucking lucky enough. I can remember ten people on on, on a football team. Are you gonna make me remember everybody in the Olympics? <laughs> I, it's it's that kind of so if they if if the U.S. men and women in hockey. Win gold, I think I put it. I put it down as a five dollar bet. I think I clear like okay, that makes, okay, that like makes sense. Yeah, I think it's like six hundred or something dollars. I get it. Some shit like that. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it doesn't look good for the men's side. The women look fine. <laughs> yeah, Canada looks utterly amazing over there. Um, it's their specialty. Yeah, it's always gold over there. But uh, as per as per everything else in, in the Olympics, it's like I want to see. I want to see different things. Like they have the the, the not the um. The cross country, mm-hmm. but I, you know that's where they go on skates. And, I mean, yeah. on skis, and then they use the gun and target shoot. <laughs> I want to get chased by polar bears while this happens. I want them to have like rabid polar bears coming you, out. You, you just picture somebody skating in a straight line, just holding the gun. Just yeah, and they can't use the gun to shoot at the bear. They have to shoot their targets. No, of course, the, the bear is, is is what they're running away from. Yeah, exactly, and, and it's like. They hear the sound from, and they're like skating real fast, skiing really fast, and shit like that. Or if it's, um, if it's like a speed skating, mm-hmm. I want it to be that the ice is melting, so they have to like <laughs> escape the so ice. Of the fittest. Yeah, before the uh, the ice totally collapses within itself. 
if, or if, it, if, or, if your foot accidentally gets in the water, you're out immediately. Right. Or 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 if it's the luge or the bobsled, there's is a strip of gasoline that goes on the ramp, and it's you have to light fire behind it, and they have to race. This is more if, like like the winter extremes. Uh, winter extreme. Winter extreme. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's winter extreme. I, I'm. I swear to you, I want something to where the the Winter Olympics gets more see because the reason like the problem is is that the ratings are down because you know everybody's upset about what's happening in beijing and the problems that's going on over there mm. with their they you know the way they treat their people and such and i'm going you're not looking at the united states <laughs> we're worse <laughs> yeah, i mean we might have some problems here as well yeah. but I, I want it to be a little bit more dangerous a little bit more uh the x games might be better for you uh no no because even that even they right, are yeah, not even pussy flip pussyfies yeah. <laughs> bike rioting and yeah I want to you know if, if this like in the winter Olympics the, the winter Olympics because they they you know they do snowboarding mm-hmm. and they do like the long jumps I, I want you to go through fire like like a, a yeah. ring of fire see if you could go and and fly through a ring of fire like a circus character or some shit like that I remember that one of those old like like Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games fucking things like the, like the winter olympic version and like the ski jump then it, it was like one of those dream events mm-hmm. and then like you jump off and you're in fucking space <laughs> or like with curling when he when he when he pushed a stone on the oh ice oh my god i was watching that the other day and I'm like, i was just like i was like what the fuck is a stupid sport but i want it to be like they have time bombs in it so when it gets and to then, and it just explodes it, just, it blows up and the, the <laughs> other the other stones from the other country is like Blasted and shrapnel is everywhere. Stone goes flying in the crowd. Yeah, like oh my god! Boom! Play the sound from SpongeBob. My leg. Yeah, it's like I want, I want that kind of show. If everybody's listening, yeah, right. All right, guys. As always, I am the Howard Stern of this segment to Homework, who's I guess the already lang, the already lang of this. And this is your, like I said before off air. This is like the first time in a while. I know, right? What the fuck are you? Because you've always been doing this with Mr. Oski. Yeah, shout out to Oski. Yeah, uh, I laugh because he posted uh, a oh, picture no. of he and I on yeah, Facebook. He, he misses you. And he misses me, and I go, "Well, the phone still it's, fucking it's work." It's been a month. It, no, no, but I'm like, the phone still also- fucking work. You could pick up the phone and call your prick. Remember the segment we did, like, like what we complained about Oski, and I said like he doesn't answer his phone. Yeah, he did that the first fucking week when he moved. Of out. course, he did. Fucking want to kill him. <laughs> uh, so, kicking off a uh, wrestling rundown this week. Uh, have you oh, been yeah. paying attention to uh, Ring of Honor this week? Yeah, with the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame inductees. Right. So, I, I uh, this past week I did a um, uh, uh, discussion on Ring of Honor and who should be their upcoming inductees and who's down the line. So, I would ask your opinion. Added this with, week they added, announced added with Briscoes and Brian Anderson. Yeah, this week they announced uh, uh, Brian Anderson will be inducted into their Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, joining the Briscoes was the Briscoes a good look for their first signing, uh, for their first induction? Uh, yeah, controversially, like with the uh, the views of the world, but like in all their problems, they say they've been there since day one. They've been loyal. No, they weren't day one. Okay, so they've been there from, from the <laughs> almost start. Uh, I I know it because like I remember seeing them on like an NWA TNA Asylum pay per view, right? But. In parentheses, they've been there in Ring of Honor since day one. They've been their most successful Ring of Honor tag team. That, yes. They've had, what, the belts like 12 times? 12 times. 12 times, I believe. Yeah, 12 times. Jay been the world champion twice. Mm-hmm. And Mark Briscoe basically being one of their better, best comedian characters in the mid-card. 
well deserved, honestly. And Brian Anderson was an obvious one, right? You know, as I mentioned earlier, they are considered uh, the the founding fathers. He, low key, Christopher Daniels, um, considered their 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 pillars, as they're saying now, of the company. Well, who, who like Jr. says, the pillows of AEW. Who do you think else the pillows? <laughs> Who do you think is uh, uh, is one that should be in their first class going in? Uh, I'll, I'll honestly say Xavier. I didn't watch a lot of his stuff, but right, I, but, that's another one. I didn't but, mention him but, on the other one. Uh, he was the first Ring of Honor World Champion. Right, you should honor that. Uh, and how the WWE always has their their wing for people that are no longer here. It's right. It'd be interesting to see who they get for Xavier to talk about. Right. Um, I mean, the I obvious ones were too, like Samoa Joe, CM Punk, um, Jimmy Rave. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think about the tag teams. I guess like the Kingdom, technically. Matt Taven, Mike Bennett. Yeah, I was thinking about you know Taven. I said Red Titus. Red Titus has been there for for the gig, like, almost day one. Yeah, long time. Jay uh, Lethal, he's been their franchise for mm-hmm. a part of a decade. Then when, when you think about like, Austin Aries, when you think about certain Hall of Famers, you think about like the women's division. Ring of Honor really didn't have women that much. Well, they, they I think the women I, came I, in like, like, like twenty fourteen or something like that. Yeah, but I'm trying to think like the early days of Ring of Honor. Like, who was like technically like the first female? Was Luffy still there? Was she there? I'm, uh, I don't, I'm not sure. But, like, I, I don't want to say Maria Canales. Because it has to, has to be somebody before her. They, they're gonna they're gonna have to put a woman there. They yeah. have to. They're gonna put one of the women there. I um, mean, Kelly Klein technically is their first Ring of Honor Women's Champion, but right. They, but they hate her. No, <laughs> they hate her. They hate her. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting because I, I said homicide. Yeah, that's a, that's a lock. But yeah, I spoke to him. He says he I, does. I, like somebody said, like Nigel McGuinness, like he's a lock too. But unfortunately, he's in WWE. But I think they would let him go for that though. Mm. I also I also mentioned hey the kings of wrestling Chris Hero, uh, uh, well, definitely Claudio, Chris Hero, yeah. Cesaro Claudio, uh, the Wolves, the, the Wolves. Wolves. I said the American Wolves as well. But um, I, I, I I I I spoke to Homicide. He was like he says yeah. He says I don't. He says no. I don't think I'm I'm gonna be in for uh, the first probably next year. He's like, you better get that. You better get that trophy case ready, bro. It's, it's gonna happen. <laughs> two Hall of Fa- two time Hall of Famer. That's a gimmick, brother. Go it's it. gonna happen. But that's a good one. I didn't. I, I forgot about Xavier and also. But I also. I said you know the early guys who came in. A lot of them were uh, the the East Coast guys. Red, right. Red, SAT, uh, deranged. I wouldn't make him a Hall of Famer though, but I'm saying yeah, they were no, early. Uh, maybe Eddie Guerrero. But definitely Loki. I would put Loki because I would love to hear him do a speech. I, I like to thank everybody for bringing me in the Hall of Fame. As you know, I am the best in the world. Everybody I began still- in Ring of Honor in a wee age of 18 years wee old. Age. For that, I want to thank everyone who remembers me becoming. One of the greatest of the greatest in Ring of Honor. Jay, be real. And this speech is going to be like, to all you motherfuckers. It's going to last 45 minutes, bro. No, but you know what his first sentence is going to be? To all you motherfuckers that stole my moves, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Tyler Black. <laughs> fuck you, AJ Styles. I am known as an innovator, and many do not believe that I am an innovator. And I'll make sure to cave your chest in when I see you. Do you remember the Caval? <laughs> that was shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember I went to uh, <laughs> Good Dad Angel and I went to an uh, ICW show uh, right after he, he, got, he, he got fired. 
or release. He asked claims. for his release. He asked for his whatever release. the story, whatever the claim is. Yeah, he asked for his release. Christmas. Yeah, they, 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 you know, they fucked him early with that. Any case, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they they paired him with fucking Michelle McCool and and Michelle Layla. McCool. What the fuck? So his best um, thing was the fucking Survivor Series match with Dolph for the Intercontinental Title. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. So they um, and they tried this little cute little tag team at MVP where they wear matching gears, but WWE said, "No, fuck you, <laughs> you're not doing that." I, you, you know what's funny? When he went into WWE at the time, I go, "This is not gonna work." I when thought I it was saw, cool. When, when I thought I it was cool that he was NXT. A- I was like, "Wait, I know that motherfucker. That's Senshi." I thought he was. I thought he was cool because he was there, and I was like a fuck, you know, a Brooklyn kid, a New York kid, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's my guy, Loki." And then he started talking. I said, "Wait a minute." He's not going to be happy there. <laughs> so this is not his his look. I'm surprised they, he won. That was yeah. That was the thing too. Right, you had Alex Riley. You had fucking Mike, Michael McGillicuddy. Mm-hmm. Eli. Why would you surprise? Why were you surprised? It wasn't a good class there. Not, no, because they were pushing Alex Riley. Remember, he was with Miz and Miz was WWE right. champion. Right, he was the one that I thought would win because yeah. I thought that the way that it came w- down to those three actually. I thought the way that not WWE Eli booked Conway, Alex Riley, Michael yeah. McGillicuddy. Cavall. I thought the way that they booked would be that um, it would go to um, Riley because they weren't going to give it to a, a, a indie guy like like right. Loki Caval. Right. But in any case, I remember I went to his um, his 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 post WWE show at ICW. <laughs> right. He had a match with a, with Red, which was a great of match. Of course, it was he about did. thirty million, but it was a great match, thirty minutes, and <laughs> he he just grabbed the mic and. He went on a 30-minute oh, no. fucking rant about WWE. and the, I mean, really, Uncensored? really. Yeah, yeah. I walked away, went and got a beer, came back, drank the He's beer. Still he was talking. still talking. <laughs> walked away, got another beer, came back. He was still fucking talking. I was like, oh, my God. Get it off your chest, fam. And the Elks Lodge was still standing after that? Yeah, night? they applauded everything he fucking said. Oh, it was God. ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll Fuck see. Fuck Michelle McCool. Fuck you, Layla. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. But no, Fuck you, Undertaker. I wanted to say he did that, but he didn't. But um, <laughs> it's, it'll be a, we'll, we'll talk more about the Ring of Honor inductees later on down the line when it happens. Yeah. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Nick Gage resigns with GCW. Is this really a fucking story? Like, no. <laughs> Where else is he going to go? AEW? <laughs> no. he, he fucking got them canceled from Domino's. <laughs> or Domino's canceled them. I mean, listen, Where would he go? I like Nick. And Nick is a cool guy, whatever the case may be. But what else is he going to do? My God. It's like, he's, Nick Gage is like this modern day New Jack. Like, New Jack like, stayed in one place and knew when the fuck he was going to stay. Right. You know, I, like, I always I remember that fucking rumor back in 2004. Reading back, right? That apparently New Jack was supposed to be the motherfucker that stabbed John Cena in the club in the kidney. Right, right. Yeah, supposed to be fucking New Jack. Yeah, out of all people, right? Him and Carlito plotting against John Cena. Yeah, out of all people, we're gonna bring in New Jack. And I remember he just pitch him in the Jesus garb with the fucking high pants and the suspenders. I remember he tried to co-sign on that. You know where I got a call from? And I was like, No, you didn't, Johnny. He's calling me for a tryout. No, you didn't. Even Cornette would have been like, I wouldn't have hired him for shit. Like, no, nah, Cornette loved him, though. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, Nick Gage, Gage GCW. I hear a lot of people who don't know well or know more about wrestling uh-huh. try to equate him to Terry Funk. I'm like, no, don't do that. You don't know who Terry Funk is then. Exactly. No. Nick Gage is. We're not, we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. You're the, you're the wrestling historian. Who and like I said, good guy. He's a cool dude. But like, as is Nick Cage a better comparison to New Jack than Terry Funk? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That. That. Well, yeah. Does anybody else come to mind? 
No, no. Um, or is Nick Cage actually one of a kind? No, he's not. No, no. I, get, <laughs> I, 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 I've seen him wrestle live, and I've seen like, mm-hmm. like I said, he he is. There's something about him. He's actually a legit nice guy. Yeah, like I said, he's a cool dude. Like he's a good dude. But like, he doesn't want to try and kill people for I, real. But you know, it's one of those things to where it, 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 you, you you don't. He's not going to go fit anywhere. No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't look like it. Like say, if Ring of Honor was still running and Ring of Honor signed him, he wouldn't fit. He would be. It'd what, be. It'd be so weird to see him like be like like oh Nick Gage is going in for the for the honorable handshake. Like no, he's not going to fucking do that. He's going to spit in somebody's face or he could kick people in the dick. Yeah, but I I still say it to like eh, you know. He's a novelty. Yeah. He's just a novelty. He's a death, he's a deathmatch guy, true at heart. Right. Do you understand me, Heffa? By the way, that fucking segment with her and um and uh uh, uh the fake Jim Cornette on uh, uh two weeks ago on on Dynamite was a bit I, I was about to say that was Brandy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, she's so never Lambert remember. was just oh. I feel bad cuz I actually like Lambert. Yeah. But it's just uh, I miss the TNA Lambert. Yeah, when he pulled the ties back, like, "Hey, you fucking marks, you know this belt? No, that's what fuck I'm, you." That's what I'm saying. People don't understand that he's he was yeah. actually better there. They're right. not using him well in AEW. He's being he's just being Jim Cornette on TV, right? Uh, Roxy signed to WWE. This is the chick that just won the Ring of Honor title and lost it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they they like him young, he's good looking, <laughs> and. I don't know, like you said before, we won't mention him on uh, here, but him. Who, her, Mark Wynn? Yeah, he should, yeah, he should okay. go to, he her, should go to Her going Center. to WWE and learning basically more. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really seen much of her. Right, but, you know, I know I know she's a fan favorite. I've, 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 I've seen a, her in two matches. Yeah, I've seen her in one or two matches. and I rarely see people talk about Rock. She's okay. Yeah. She's okay. She's probably, she, I, I guess she's, the word. She's, what, 20? Yeah, I, I guess the word they want to use is potential, mm-hmm. and she'll easily fit in that that NXT kind of fold. Like mm-hmm. she works there, so the funny thing is that people listen to this. Like, I thought WWE wasn't gonna f- fucking sign indie talent. They're like, she's she, still like, she's green still. Yeah, like she's not. Ring of Honor gave her a belt because they said, "Haha, the doors are closing <laughs> anyway." Yeah, so and, and, uh, they wanted to switch it to Diana. Yeah, so um, good for Roxy. Hope she she doesn't last a month and get put on a name of Elise's. <laughs> you about to get the f you. This wasn't a news story, but this is something that I had as a a, a op piece, opinion piece, an editorial, Ooh. as oh. as many would say. So I just I figured I would drop it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a debate that I saw in a group in which who's better, Dominic or Hook. So, oh lord! Uh, as I go run, <laughs> okay. as I run, as I go run to get a quick beer, uh, I want your thoughts about it first, and then I'll, I'll co-sign it. Out. Dominic versus Hook. Well, Dominic's been wrestling for almost two years now on the main roster on WWE television, and Hook has been on TV for three months, basically at this a point. Second, uh, second. Uh, but Hook mostly wrestles on the on the B show that only lasts an hour, and Dominic's on the three hour show. Now, uh, this thing is it's like when you think about it, you also think about like the lineage. Like, Hook is the son of Taz, and Dominic is the son of Rey Mysterio. And both styles are completely different. 
great. Uh, Dominic is trying to be a high flyer. Hook is legit um, fucking Taekwondo guy, karate guy, submission specialist. But Hook really hasn't had that match that hasn't stood out at all. Like, he's just been having squash matches. He's been tossing people by, the, by one arm and shit. Dominic, his first match was against fucking Seth Rollins. Like, arguably one of the best workers in the business. So as far as who's better, there's still time to debate. It's not time to pick who's better, in my opinion. I, I went back and forth with one of the... Um, if you were asking me who has the better, who has a higher ceiling, it'd probably be Hook. I, I, I went back and forth with one of the um, the group members in, in, in said group, and I said... Um, <laughs> When you go, when you say go back and forth, you know what this is. I, I will tell you the group. I just forgot the name of the group. Usually, it's like I would say, I'll say, like, "Yep, I love wrestling or whatever." All, all that shit, but it's not them. Um, and the one thing that I said is, "How are you rating Hook or comparing him hmm. to Dominic when he's never sold?" Right. That's what I'm saying. Like he's like, he's like, like, like that's what I said. Dominic. Like, they he, brought in Dominic, and they could have did whatever they wanted when they could have <clears> made him look like. You know, the next coming of Christ. But he sold. And the best thing about it was about him lear- knowing how to sell. Yeah. But Hook, it's you could book anybody to look like a fucking uh, a monster in there. Jay Cargill. You could book anybody to go in there to look like a beast. Goldberg. You could book anybody to go in there and kill the, the, the industry. Warlord. Warlord. But you... you, you Warlord. War, war, Warlord. Uh... <laughs> Wardlow, <laughs> but you, the, any true wrestling, wrestling aficionado and true uh, student of, uh, of of wrestling is the art of the cell. Yeah. And so that, far, Hook has not sold a thing. You could put anybody. And, and also, Hook has not been in a position to sell. Hell, fucking Brock Lesnar knows how to fucking sell. Yeah. And he's sold to lesser people. And, he, and he's goofy when he's selling. Yeah. And he, he and don't he, give a fuck. Yeah. And he, he had to fall on his fucking head for fucking like Zach Godwin. But this is what I'm telling you about like the thought process of the the modern day wrestling fan is they're just, they're just, just because somebody goes by their ages. That and why. just because of them coming in and who looks more dominant. Of course, Hook looks more dominant. Dominic is just there to be Ray's son. Right. Eventually, he's going to turn heel and be like, fuck you, dad. Or whatever, I wouldn't even whatever, care if he did be. it. I still think that he'll have more of a progressively. Uh, successful wrestling career, not yeah. maybe not financially, but as him looking like a pro, yeah. it would be hell. When fucking Taz came into ECW, he, when when he was a Tasmanian Devil or whatever, he was the, the Tasmaniac. Yeah, and he uh, was didn't talk didn't you know he he, he, he was barely the ta- sold. He, he was the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, he barely sold, mm-hmm. and you know, well, he he sold when they broke his neck. Exactly right. So. You know, it, 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 yeah, I could, I could book any of us to look like a fucking star. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when you get, when you go face to face with a real fucking star, you got to sell for that. Yeah. So, uh, I probably go more in so depth the, about so, this. So the answer is Dominic, because <laughs> he sells. No, I, I think no, more. I know, I know. Like I yeah, said, I think, we still, there's still, and, and say another five years, we'll, we'll come back to this. Five years. I'm talking about fucking. In July, oh, eighteen thousand <laughs> people calling you an asshole. But Jay, but we put a pin. In there. Yeah, we will put a pin on that. Yep. Um, did you did you really 
uh, did you really think that WWE would ever re-sign or sign a boogeyman? Yes. Because <laughs> they, they created the motherfucker and they made him a lot of money. I thought it might have been done in maybe September, October. For... I mean, did you really think AEW is going to pick up the boogeyman? No. Did you really think he was going to go to Impact Wrestling? No. Did you really think he was going to go to New Japan Pro Wrestling? Maybe. No. <laughs> no, I would have probably seen him in uh in uh, Joshi, like one of those fucking Japanese oh, like, uh, um, Lucha Libre, uh, uh, out there in Mexico. He would have been perfect for Lucha Underground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like something like that. Or oh, MLW. Mm. They were using for yeah, right MLW now. MLW gets weird when, but, they, when they sign people. Or like Azteca Underground right now. What they're yeah. doing this shit. That I that I could see that. I, mean, I like the heel turn on their recent. MLW show. Oh my god, yo! I I was gonna talk about it in uh, around the square circle, but I, I'll go. I'll, I'll take. Uh, it's funny. I was watching the show right, and while I'm watching the show, mm-hmm. I'm going, "When is he gonna turn?" And I'm I'm still watching. I'm going, "Wow, when they when? really gonna they really gonna stretch this out?" And then- because I, I I I I thought it would have gone the other way. Right. I might as well stop being vague. I thought that it was Hammerstone that was going to fucking turn. No, I always thought it was going to be the other way around. No, I thought it was Hammerstone that was going right. to turn because he was tired of Holiday's bullshit with him no, trying to no. co-sign with... Uh, with, with uh, See, that's him being a stupid meathead. Right. And then I, I thought about like, it. I, he's getting bigger. Yeah, but then I thought about it again is that they like Hammerstone as a face. Right. He's he's their fucking Hulk Hogan. So when they or the Triple H or whoever fuck they want to whoever big muscle man yeah compare him to, but Richard Holiday is what MLW is trying to make in their MJF. When right, and then finally when it did happen, whoever top heel you want to compare, I go oh. Good job, you did it at the right time. I was like, good. What do you think about the other heel turn with Alicia Atut? Did you see that one coming? I mean, that was that was that was born in because you sort of the, the love. Fucking uh, story happening there, so it was gonna happen. I really didn't see I, that one. Kind of shocked me out because I'm like, I like Alicia, but it's like, like she's 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 good in interviews, but I'm not sure. But we'll, they did. We'll, we'll see how we'll see how she the because now you know she, her and um what's the the other the the guy uh, I can, uh, um the the other guy that does the um the interviews. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, Oh my God, he's um, is that the former WWE? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, he's um, oh, I forgot his name. He he's he's part of um Renee's podcast as well. I forgot his name. Any case, oh, I think I know you're talking about. He um, now you can see that they'll have competing Mm -hmm. angles going on for themselves, like because they it started earlier a couple of months ago where um there was a competition to see who's the better uh interviewer. Mm. So there was like little seedlings. Planted for that, but as for for holiday, yeah, uh, I'm happy that it happened because, like you said, they need that MJF kind of feel over there yeah. again. Uh, but um, but yeah, Boogeyman back in WWE, yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be at WrestleMania. I didn't even think about it. I'm surprised he was in the Bumble. Uh, WWE interested in Jade Cargill. They've been, they've been interested. She's, she was on Talk as Jericho talking about she originally tried out for them, and she was, she said so. She was talking about like the scheduling and that like she'd be. I think I asked her like, like if she's really committed to wrestling, and she was like, "Oh, sure, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll move to Florida and I have uh, a nanny and a tutor for my daughter." And like, well, that's all fine, nanny, but 
do you actually give a fuck about wrestling? She's like, I- I'll give it a try. <laughs> you know what's crazy? <laughs> you're like, you stare at me like, like you, like, you know what's funny? Doesn't shock you. You know what's funny about that? No, that I don't believe that. Really, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Something about me that because WWE doesn't give a fuck if you care about wrestling. Yeah. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Look at the people that they sign and they put on. Hell, Brock Lesnar came into uh, WWE at the time, and he was just like, "Yeah, I just want the fucking money. That's all I care a fuck about. It. I don't Still, care." Well, maybe I think now it's a little bit more. Um, He's having fun. Yeah, yeah, like he's and and, and it's working for him. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they even give a fuck about if a wrestler cares about. They only give a fuck about is just like make me money. Yeah. Would she be better at WWE? Yes, because yeah. once again, it's one of the, the things that I said. WWE she knows, would be trained her WWE better. WWE would know how to book a tall, black, strong woman. Would they though? I mean, look I at think what, she would I be mean, trained I mean, better I mean, though. I mean, look at Raquel Gonzalez; they book her well, right? And uh, Raquel's another one that she came in like uh, fucking a deer, <laughs> a newborn deer, not knowing how to walk. She had like those fucking assless chaps. She had yeah. The, she had the bull whip. She had a cowboy hat, and it all sucked. And, and, then, go- and then she, re- she she showed up shredded. She really loves working out her back. But yeah, like, you see that, that, right? As we always joke about, as we joke about it, like as soon as she gets to the main roster, it's like put some tits on her, and, and, and she's good to go. It's gonna happen. It's going to happen. Yep. But um, I st- I, I say that seriously. That um, uh, and uh, I'm not being facetious either. That uh, she would be better with WWE because they will train her right. Yeah. It, it would be it would be a better look. It's, is it going to happen? It's weird that this, no. this is coming up now when like she has a, the secondary women's title in AEW right now. Yeah, like um, what is it, the uh, uh, um, TBS the second place fucking trophy? <laughs> it's like it's like funny enough that almost fucking matches what the description would be. The also ran trophy. You know what? You just made the list. Made the list. Made the list. It's- Ooh, the remix. Whoa. Uh, just just a quick thought because since I'm not covering uh, NXT on the show anymore, uh, what's your thoughts about Dolph Ziggler on NXT? Thank God he's not on the main roster. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, I mean, not for nothing. People are react the way they're reacting to it is like, oh my God, he jumped ship. It's like he basically just fucking showed up at uh, the performance center, sat in a chair, that's like the fucking big dog. I just said that. For and, and, but the thing is, like, the whole segment, I know you didn't watch it, but it's like this Broadbreaker and Santos Escobar. Like, that's the match I'm supposed to care about. And then here comes Dolph Ziggler. It's like, oh, I don't give a shit about Santos anymore. I'm, I'm Now we're supposed to get this match ready for WrestleMania weekend. Right. I'm like, oh, great. Dolph yeah. fucking Ziggler is the NXT champion. Well, for me, it's like, I, I go, I've been saying it for the longest that you need to do more cross-promoting with NXT and the, and the main roster. But I think you're two years too late for it. Yeah, I was about to say, like, this new NXT, you can't interact with the main roster now. Yeah. Because Grayson <laughs> Wall was the fucking prime example of not doing it. You can't do it. That, and it's, it's um, it, it, you can tell that it's a reach because they know that they're trying to put their, um, their company, that that promotion over, that, that, that product over, because they know that they're not doing well. Right. When you could have built the machine when you had guys like Cole, uh, Ciampa, um, Gargano. Gargano in there, and you Keith could have Lee. had AJ go back there. 
You could have had um, Cesaro. Well, you had Cesaro. Cesaro was always Finn Balor. You could have you know Balor would go out. But you could always had more of that. That that. um, If Cesaro went fucking back there now, it'd be way better. Rollins. You could have had Rollins step down there for a little bit. Do do, it. Too big. I don't know. I think a guy I, like Cesaro would benefit more going back down to NXT. I don't know. You know, Biggie coming in saying like, "This used to be my house." You know, I would say Rollins would do that and say the same thing. Like, "This was used to be my house." Let me see what you guys got. Nah, because I think the real Seth Rollins would be come out in the interview the next day saying like, "I fucking don't want it. Why am I here? <laughs> I want to go back to the main roster." And that would work. I think it'll work. And then no, he goes and he has a solid match with a guy like um, who we, I, I can't say call it. Maybe like a a. a Carl O'Reilly or something like that mm. at the time, and Rollins goes over, but he, you know he show he'll he'll go back to Raw and and go on the, on the show and say you know I went down there to NXT and I and I thought that you know I was gonna be a cakewalk, but I gotta say those those guys out there really know how to work down there. <laughs> yeah, but you no, know, that, that, that that's wishful thinking. Yeah, but that's what this is. But with, with WWE, you need to think like okay, like. Like Seth Rollins is that is one of their main main eventers. It's like it would be worse if like Roman Reigns went back down there, right? And like he doesn't go back to the main roster at all. No, Roman Roman is too big for that. He, he yeah, can't exactly. be that. Yeah, it's too big for that. Like, like right now, since like I, you could have had Moxley. Well, you, well right no. now, since you could have Dean Ambrose go down there at the time and just. Oh, but the thing, is, cool. but the thing is, like he would love it. Yeah, you're yeah, like fuck, like main roster. I don't want to go back up there. <laughs> yeah, honestly, but like guys like Cesaro, Ricochet, Mansoor, like they would love, probably love to go back. Right, to, even if fucking Mustafa Ali would love to go back to NXT at this point. Uh, they would benefit from a, a decent push, or at least being used to elevate some the newer guys. Said being on TV, be buried. Even by now, like I, I, people. I, if, if Dolph doesn't go down there, I'll see Rude, Bobby Rude, go down there. That's another thing too. Is like, what's what does Rude do now? Yeah. It's good to be the champion. There was um, there was uh, conversations about uh, um, uh, there was a conversation on Jericho talking about uh, will AEW overtake WWE, and he's like, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure about that. But I'm like, what's the real conversation? Overtaking it as it being number one, the number one. Uh, ratings, uh, I mean, revenue. I mean, fan, what what are they looking in, at? In fan popularity. It's number one, in my opinion. People are more positive about AEW than WWE at this point. Well, they 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 WWE brings in more money than AEW. Right, in more ratings. Right, but you know he also he also addresses the fact that uh, how didn't Jericho also say he puts pe- he he put the most people over in AEW? Now is that it? now it's. <laughs> I mean, Orange hmm. Cassidy really hasn't really been world champion yet. Which, by the way, uh, this angle that's going on that I, I, I with this Jay cool. White shit, we bring oh. in Jay White just to get rid of Orange Cassidy. I guess so. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what you get when Orange Cassidy beats Adam Cole in a lights out match. It doesn't count though. I know it's not sanctioned. I know. But I can't uh, wait when Adam Cole wins the title and then Adam Cole's first challenger is Orange. I, I I'm still I, I I still keep saying that AEW does not have that um that kind of uh, of mentality that kind of structure to where they want to be worldwide. They want to be you know for the the die not not even a diehard the 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 Mark wrestling fan mm-hmm. because. You know, they don't want to be 
they don't want to have any negativity. They want right. to be loved. Of you, course. you get, you gotta have, you gotta have the minus before you get the big pluses, mm-hmm. and they don't want to be that. And this is what I'm saying, like what happened with Keith Lee this this past week, and yes. the way that their booking is going on right now. It's everything is just for quick pops because you'll see the dip where viewership ratings and all that stuff happen right after. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I mean, not for nothing. It's been what a week and a half, and we've had Dan Danhausen and Keith Lee back to back, and Jay Lethal. I mean, and Jay White. Sorry. Yeah, but he, technically, he's, there's no photo of all the leads, so he's not even in the company. Yet. Oh, right, right, right. And and I think he, that he's uh, walking in with the forbidden door on his ass. Uh, and which shouldn't be because Jay White was already in fucking Impact, so was a forbidden door. Right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Like Mickey James did that interview saying, like, oh, there's eventually going to be a working relationship between WWE and Impact. <laughs> no, there's not. Yeah, did right. You, did, you not re- did you not read the list of words you can't, they can't be used for you, motherfucker? Yeah. We're going we're gonna to keep things you, at a you, minimum. You, you silly woman. Do you have to ask permission from your father-in-law first? Yes. Yes, you do. Just quickly, there was a... Uh, 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 Twitter war going back and forth between Candace Owens and Dwayne Johnson, known as The Rock. Seeing as though that uh, Candace Owens is who? Yeah, I know. I, this is this is more my thing than would we okay. for you. Uh, the Rock has uh, basically um, hung itself out to dry in in, an inst- in in the the subject matter when it comes to Joe Rogan. Because Joe Rogan. Oh, I know about. I heard about this. Right. I don't know about what Joe Rogan said. Um, oh no, Joe Rogan said the N word. Rogan co-signed. I mean, a uh, rock co-signed with Joe Rogan about his whole. Um, I don't know his uh, his show and his uh, freedom of speech and blah blah blah. And the fans we had rock saying, "Hey, he said the N word," <laughs> and somebody had to check him. It was like, "Oh, I didn't know about that. We got to pull it back." And Candace Owens, thanks, who's thanks, TJ. Candace Owens, who's a black woman who is a highly conservative Republican, who us in those in that realm who follow politics thinks that she's a shill for um, the conservative party to say, hey, look, we got a black person who likes us. Uh, <laughs> went back and forth to say that uh, he's 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 a, he should be he should consider himself a less of a man because he took his comments back. Um. Oh, she said that about him. Yeah, about 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 the Rock, and do, you know, do you smell what the Rock is cooking? <laughs> it, it's I mean, sometimes I mean, I, I mean it's silly for what the Rock did. He didn't fucking realize. He, own up to your shit. Yeah, fucking do research. Yeah, and just, you know, and just be like whatever. You have, I, yeah, fucking. And yeah. then he didn't even clap back. You you, you have time to fucking respond to people. Um, DMing you your fucking lyrics to whatever fucking rap you do, and then you, you, you're doing the rap back to them. Yeah. You're, you're fucking rehearsing for your Super Bowl performance. You, like, fucking look up what Joe Rogan Yeah, does. clap back. Like, I mean, honestly. Also, you're the fucking rock. You know, and he, you know, and when he got his, um, when, when, when Rogan got his, his episodes pulled from Spotify or whatever the case may be, he's like, yo, stay strong, brother. And, all that. and I'm like, stay strong. Listen, he's making three hundred million dollars on Spotify, bro. You, he, he don't have to stay shit. He'll be all right. Uh huh. Yeah, he'll be fine. He still got his UFC gig. Yeah, but you know, it's all it's it's this fake love bullshit. Yeah, uh, it's all this fake love nonsense. Just, just, just keep it pushing, and like you said, do your research and know who the fuck you're you're, you're dealing with because 
And even Candace Owens is like, eh, I would have told her, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up, Rocky. Shut up, bitch. But. So for the main event this week, we have the conversation. We, we started off earlier with Jeff Hardy. It comes back to where Jeff Hardy uh, was asked to come back to WWE for a Hall of Fame induction and he refused because he wanted it to be a Hardy Boys induction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh once again I'm gonna go run and get a beer. So uh oh, I go get a beer and I want your thoughts about this. Well Jeff Hardy is very loving of his brother. Let's say that for let's, he let's better be yeah well not for nothing his brother keeps fucking promoting when Jeff's gonna debut for AEW. I mean, he post he on Instagram. Check Matt Hardy's uh, Instagram, and he just posts pictures of, of him and Jeff holding a, a different championships, and he's saying March twelfth is gonna be the day my brother debuts. But yeah, uh, Jeff Hardy was offered to come back to WWE and get a Hall of Fame spot. Yeah, I believe it. That WWE definitely has done a lot for Jeff in his career, multiple time champion. But also, it's like. Just like I'm not gonna fall for your bullshit. <laughs> if you're serious about putting me in the Hall of Fame, put me, put me in with my brother. I mean, that's that, that's a legitimate um, conversation to have. Uh, I get that. I think WWE. I mean, eventually they will go on the fucking yeah, Hall of Fame. I think WWE is just um, trying their damage to get back. Yeah, it's, it's damage control. Trying yeah. to, and which I don't think they should have. Both of you and me were talking like, like there's something else going on in the story that nobody's talking about, right? And God only knows what the fuck it could be. Yeah, because... Um, like what pictures does Jeff Hardy have of Johnny Ace? When they'll talk about it, it's like, well, we can't induct Matt because he's in uh, AEW. And I'm like, well, you inducted fucking Billy Gunn with DX, and he was he was signed to AEW. And also, they made a joke about it. Yeah, so... He's like, he's like, I don't, like Billy Gunn's like, I don't work here. And somebody's just like, well, don't worry. Vince is going to buy that piss and company soon. Listen, one, 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 day, uh, one day you're going to induct Chris Jericho. And Christian. And Christian. And Big Show and Mark. Oh no, you already did Mark Henry. Yeah, so it's going to happen. Yeah, and guess what? They will be fucking more than happy to come in for a Hall of Fame induction. But and why wouldn't you do it? I mean, not for nothing. When Ric Flair was in TNA, basically begging, pleading to fucking leave, they put him in the Hall of Fame twice. Why wouldn't you do it? And 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 this is the instance where I look at Jeff and I say, Yeah, you're right. I would have not. I I would have done the same thing. I would have asked, yes. When I came into the business, I didn't come into the business as Jeff Hardy. I came into the business as the Hardy Boys. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. I think it's I, I think it's just um dumb, uh, WWE at this time right now, which I said, they're, they're trying to cover their tracks and so they know they did some kind of bullshit. But it's like, why? You don't even have to fucking, you don't have to uh, 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 go out on a ledge to just to, to appease somebody. Well, we fucked up. Okay, so you might have so, fucked up. All right, so whatever. Right, Jeff, so watch Jeff Hardy on March 12th. <laughs> I mean, what, what else is there to say about this Jeff Hardy is this, is this something? Is this something we really care about? That Jeff Hardy's going to be in AEW? Do we really care about this? Listen, it's going to be his final. Did we have our dream matches already? What's the match that we're looking for? The Hardy Boys with? Really, for, for them versus the Young Bucks for the one million time. Them against uh, FTR, Jurassic Express. Nobody wants that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> try to think of other teams. Uh, the Gun Club. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Private party. FTR. I we, they already worked with them, but, but not like a legit level. Private party. We saw that. Top flight. Nobody wants that. 
wants that? The acclaimed. Oh, sign me up for that. Red Dragon. Nobody wants that. Red Dragon. We didn't have that already. No. Oh. They were in NXT. No Ring of Honor. They never. They never crossed paths. Right. Right. Um. I know you don't want. I know you, you're against even it. so. It's the, like the Briscoes when they bring in the Briscoes eventually. Yeah. No. No. Nobody wants that. Santana and Ortiz. Ooh, we didn't see that already. Technically, the four way was Dudley's Hardy, right, right, LAX right, yeah. and Private Party. Yeah, um, fucking the only team we really ever faced is the main event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I, really... I mean, what, what other than tag team? There's other possible singles matches Jeff Hardy could do, but those are obvious ones, right? Also, if Jeff does go to AEW, they need to do something with him and Punk. Him up and down the face off like, hey, hey Phil. Hey, what's up, Jeff? What uh the Just the, like that awkward face off and like like hello, how you doing? Yeah. No, but I remember I, you made fun of me for being a druggie. Yeah, but who but exactly like who's gonna remember that? I don't know. Also, if you want a tag team dream match, Hardy's against Punk and Cabana. <laughs> that's a that's a conversation. Are Punk and Cabana talking? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Where is Colcabana? Exactly. That's a good question. So, guys, when we come back, we have much more to talk about. So, uh, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We will return. Check you guys in a second. Well, hello, bitches and mitches. I am back. Cookie Monster. Here to bring to you more. The scandalous behind the curtain scenes. Not the stuff at Gorilla Position. More of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that no one wants you to know. Here in Kuge's Gossip Corner. Shade button, please. So in this week's episode, we're discussing there has been some talk that there's a certain promoter of the death match genre who's not happy of what occurred in their past events seems as though there was a uh, certain big name player who was on a top notch show who made a visit to their promotion and they took up all their time then minimized the main events minutes said promoter it's not pleased it's in constant doubt of whether or not they would bring this up and returning star back into their promotion. Shade button, please! So there's also conversations going on that another promoter in the indie field has been doing a little bit of dipping and dobbing in and out of state. And, um, transporting more than wrestlers if you know what i'm saying seems as though this promoter has been known to uh, exercise his traveling by helping out those in the illegal field of pharmacy seems as though this individual can't get away from their old ways but still puts up a front as though that they are holier and down and continuing a righteous path Shame on, please. And finally, it looks as though there's a certain uh, trainer out there in a uh, school 
that is teaching their students more than what's going on in the ring, but also in the bedroom. It seems as though that there is an individual out there who's well known for many years who seems to have told others not to dance with the opposite sex, but doesn't hold well to his own dance instructions. It seems as though this person loves to do the salsa, the merengue, and the horizontal mambo with his own female students. Ooh, scandalous. Sweet button, please. Well, that'll close up this week's episode of Kuge Monsters Cossip Corner. We will return later on when we hear more of the juicy and the more scandalous of that what's going on in wrestling behind the curtains impersonally underneath the sheets. Ta-ta! Love you all from Kuge Monster. Shit, please. This segment is brought to you by Turnbuckle Tabloid. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and only Brian Idol, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid with three assholes. <laughs> my, my dick got hard. Roscoe Circle, ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, children of all age. Uh, uh, this week, uh, to be honest with you, I had uh, I had my rundown for a lot of the stuff that I listened to this week, but I don't know what the hell is going on with this phone. But whenever I go into my memos, sometimes that it I click a button to go on, and it just I don't know what happens, but certain things delete. Uh, but I'm going to find out how to fuck to lock shit in here. But as per what I listened to this week and what I watched this week, wrestling bios has a new segment that they put together guys over there. The guy over there, wrestling bios is putting together the, um, it's a WCW blunder series where towards the tail end of WCW, especially on thunder and on the nitros, they were just really bad shows. So he's now going to put together uh, an assortment of episodes which deals with the horribleness which occurred during the last few couple of years of WCW. Uh, this week, he discussed the New York rules matches, which was implemented by Vince Russo, where there was no referee and the wrestlers were in charge of doing their own um, I guess count outs, submissions, tap outs. It, it's it, it was all over the place. This episode also had the final appearance of Macho Man Savage on WCW, where he does the walkout and he hits a couple of guys with the axe handles and then he leaves. That's uh that's on there. Uh, MLW this week. Uh, Jacob Fatu returns to destroy Akira Kwan, a friend of our show. He um called out Jacob and Jacob came out and handled the business. 
basically have a face turn there. And also, if you guys didn't watch it this week, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but you should go watch it. There is a turn that occurs there that I pretty much called. I called it. As a matter of fact, I think I did spoil it this week because I think I did talk about it on the episode. Fuck. Eh, whatever. Uh, Richard Holiday turns on Hammerstein. Well, Hammerstein, yeah. Uh, Hammerstone. The Hammerstein. <laughs> he turns on Hammerstone this week. So, um, check it out. It's a really good, uh, really good episode. Uh, other than that, we'll just, uh, get into this week's show. Let's get into Raw, ladies and gentlemen. Opens up this week with RK Bro in a match against Alpha Academy in a quiz bowl. Yeah, I said it correctly, ladies and gentlemen. It was a quiz bowl. Not gonna lie, I was I was upset about this early on. I said, "This is, this is what the fuck we're doing." Okay. All right. I tend to forget what show I'm watching each week, but yep, it's it's this is what we're doing. But I did get into it a little bit more. Um it's 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 just fodder for, for the opening of the show. The 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 winning question that was answered well the, the winning answer that was given was something directed to uh how many grams are in an ounce and of course team rk bro knew the answer to that wink wink marijuana notch notch all right so let me get that after that immediately street profits comes out and they uh i guess they were already set up for a match with alpha academy not a bad match uh, Alpha Academy with the win there. I'm I'm happy that Alpha Academy is actually getting the look that they that they're getting these days. It's well deserved. Uh, MVP says that Bobby Lashley will leave the Elimination Chamber with the WWE Championship, just like he did at the Royal Rumble. Lashley said he's a better WWE Champion than Brock will ever be, and hopes it comes out comes uh, comes down on him on Brock in the Chamber, so he can. Uh, Get the pin for the second time. They can go to WrestleMania and defend his title again. Uh, they're going to unify these belts, aren't they? Shit. Alexa Bliss went back into therapy. She's changing up a little bit more. The style of clothing looks like it's uh, going. It looks like it's going back to normal a little bit. A therapist asked for the Lily replica doll back. Alexa returned and then began to cry. See, this is what I like. I like. When I don't like when someone just disappears and comes back and we have to forget what happened to them. I like that they did a story with this. This is this is fine with me. Uh, AJ Styles and Damian Priest had a match. Uh, AJ Styles with the win. My hope is that this is leading up to AJ getting a legitimate match. At WrestleMania, not not a tag match, something that it could be for something that has a uh, some kind of uh, uh, importance. 
Holmok had mentioned that it would be good to see him and Edge have a match. This is something that you know people have longed to see. A uh, dream match, as as, it, as they may say. Not, I'm trying to remember if they had one already. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, let's um, let's make that happen. The Miz held the Miz TV segment, of course, with the Mysterios. This is when uh, they were promoting the WWE 2K22, and then Miz questions um, Dominic size and questions whether or not if he's really Ray's son. And he said, "Are you true? Shouldn't aren't you Eddie's kid?" This led up to a match between Dominic and The Miz, which Dominic wins. Then we get a match between Bianca Belair and Nikki Ash, which Bianca wins. Kevin Owens defeats Austin Theory. And uh, Roman's champion, Becky, uh, has a conversation with Lita. They have a face-to-face. And, you know, they do the whole uh, banter back and forth. And then... um, Becky then attacked leader, leader fought her off, and then hit the hit, twist of fate and a moonsault, which everyone popped for. Dewdrop uh, defeats Liv Morgan. We get uh, Matt, o, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins, who, uh, which Riddle wins uh, via DQ after Kevin Owens attacked Riddle. Randy came out to make the save. Riddle then uh, took out Owens with an RKO, and, which turned into a tag match with Seth Rollins and Owens. Going up against RK Bro. See, this is a, a good main event finale. Uh, Rollins and Owens get the win. Raw wasn't bad. It just, it, it it's just, like, you know, it, it just looked formatted wrong this week, but it wasn't bad. Now, it, 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 it did, it did its purpose. It did its job. So, let's lead up into. AEW Dynamite. Talk about shows being all over the place. Shit. Okay, so we had the Pinnacle celebrating MJF's victory with uh, over uh, CM Punk. They had the cutouts. They had uh, um, MJF being carried into the ring. Yeah, the the women. You know, it's a whole uh, pomp and circumstance. Uh, it it just it just became you know one of the you know. One of the big celebratory promos that we you know we usually see from a heel. Out comes CM Punk, and with that, Darby and Sting comes out as well, which is I guess I, I guess that's their mini faction. I don't, I don't I don't know what's going on over there, but. Uh, MJF had made a made a mention to CM Punk that he would give him another shot in the ring with him if he would get a tag partner tonight. But apparently, he says that uh, nobody likes him in the back, so he's not going to be able to find a tag partner. I 
I, 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 I think he might be mistaken because I think Punk is very much beloved in the back. So I, that, I don't think that was, that was the direction they should have gone with that. Uh, I didn't, I didn't see Punk burning so many bridges with people. I, I would have liked that he has said, uh, you could, you could have a match with me, but, uh, you have to tag with Cole Cabana. That would have been fucking hilarious. I would have loved them. That that would have been crazy. Um, MGF, uh, you know, just basically set the matches in and fine. It was going on. Uh, CM Punk also just, he made a quick note that the only person that beat him last week was Wardlow. Um, I have a, I have a, I have, I have some good feelings about this guy. I think that he has the possibility of becoming something. I was a little bit weary of him before, but, uh, he has a look. He has a presence to him. And, uh, there is early Batista vibes coming from him. Um, there is, there, there, there is something there. For 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 the AEW to play with, so um, I'm hoping they do right by him. Listen, I I think that they got certain guys. They brought them in and they're looking and they go, yeah, I don't need a Brian Cage anymore when I could get a Wardlow and probably get him for cheaper. So, but it's not a bad thing in this situation. So uh, right after that, immediately uh, there was a promo. Where uh, in the backstage where Andrade is still trying to lure Darby Allen to be with their faction. And you're trying to lure him with money. And, and hey, this makes no sense. And I mean, excuse me, this doesn't make any sense at all. The booking of this is just fucking terrible. They, they should have been another um, angle or... Um, roundabout way of getting him more involved if you really want to get darby involved it's, out of all people why would you want darby you want to lure him with money but this is a kid who's like i don't give a fuck about money i slept in cars like i don't give a shit and now you're gonna lure him with i'm going to be the tnt champion I'm, darby looks like he didn't even give a shit about that either you gotta you gotta get him to someplace where it, it, you have to bring him in with something that he actually is gonna have uh an emotional connection with maybe sting maybe a loved one maybe i don't know i i don't know maybe put a retirement match on on the table something like that right after that we get warlow who had to go to the back and get changed quickly and have a match with the blade uh wasn't too bad of a match it was, it was uh it, it is what it is to fill in the spot we get a uh a video package of penta Going into a graveyard and he pulls out his uh, old Lucha Underground mask. Interesting. Jericho demands answers once the um, once he has a face to face with Satana Ortiz. Um, yeah, Satana mentions that if it wasn't for Ortiz, that uh, Satana would have bumped. He would have been punched. Uh, Jericho and whipped his ass. Jericho. Mentions that Eddie Kingston hasn't done anything for them. That he's the one that's been putting them uh, in the matches that they're in. It's the Young Bucks and such and such. 
Uh, Jericho also mentioned that he speculates that he brought in the wrong guys from LAX, meaning that he should have brought in Homicide and Hernandez. Ooh. Uh, Sammy says that uh, if they continue to bicker, he's quit before with the inner circle and uh, he'll do it again and he'll leave. They said a settle in the ring. So next week it'll be Jake Hager and Jericho versus Santana and Ortiz. Again, the the premise is there, but why can't we just say I want to go our separate ways? Just asking. It it's it, I I I don't know. I don't. It, it just looks contrite. It looks very forced. It doesn't seem natural. I don't know. I, I it doesn't seem. Mm. We get a uh, super click attacking Rapongi Vice. This is where we get the debut of Jay White. And this is supposed to be the Forbidden Door guy. What are you talking about? He was just at Impact a couple of weeks ago. What Forbidden Door? What are you talking about? I think they're using the phrase uh, awkwardly here or wrong, uh, to be honest. I think it's just wrong. We get uh, another debut. We get Keith Lee versus Isaiah Cassidy. And this is a qualifier round, uh, qualifier for the fa- Face of the Revolution ladder match. Um, I knew everybody was happy to see Keith Lee. Uh, he looked good. He looked um, prepared. I actually thought he was on his uh, on his honeymoon. I, didn't, I wouldn't think that he would be out. But, uh, yeah, he... He looked good, and uh, he did what he was supposed to do with uh, Isaiah Cassidy. I just said that I'm. I think they just use him to get the ratings pop. It'll be interesting to see how he'll play out in the Face of the Revolution ladder match. I want to see how that goes. He'll um, definitely get some shine there, but. <clears throat> Off to off to off to uh, AEW Dark, off to Jay Lethal Land. Let's just say. CM Punk, uh, CM Punk finds a partner, and that partner was John Moxley. <clears throat> yeah, this match wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the. I mean, I mean for the. AEW markout fans, yes, this is their show. This is their their match and such. But for me, it was like, okay, whatever. Um, in this match, Punk delivers the uh, uh, GTS to Tully Blanchard, uh, and um, Punk and Moxley win. Like I said, nothing, nothing really, nothing to see here, ladies and gentlemen. Punk and uh, MJF will happen again. We get Jay Cargill. Face to face, head to head with AQA. Apparently, I'm supposed to know who this woman is. And now that she signed to All Elite, I'm questioning their motives with this. I'm really believing that they they're just giving out contracts, and they're not even long term. They'll give them the three month, the six month contracts, and then let them go. Because, and I'm not mad at that because, like I said, I'm I'm very much inclined with the whole how the territories ran kind of shit. But if this was the debut of a new star, it didn't do 
any benefits to AQA or any benefits for Cargill. They both look like shit. Um, I'm gonna I want to have a uh, conversation soon uh, with listeners to the show about this whole Jade Cargill thing because uh, I, I I was talking about it in the group chat with somebody else, and I said that they're just basically. You know, you know they force feeding. You know, you get mad about the whole force feeding Roman Reigns shit, but they're really force feeding her, and it's not doing her any justice. And you're booking her wrong. You're not sure whether or not she's a face or a heel. You, you know, you give her the "I love my kid" uh, um, look, video packages and shit, but then you make her a pompous ass, and it's just then her ring work is. Uh, it's 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 not good. She's just she's female Goldberg. I'm sorry. Uh, if you even want to go down the line, although I liked him at at the time as well, but it, she's she she's could be like Ryback as well. This is just this is not good. We get a uh, Serena D defeating Katie Arquette in a five minute rookie challenge match. You you see you see what we do we we just got off of a shitty match with uh, Jade and and AQA but then we get a real legit wrestler in Serena D and you don't do shit with her right Adam Cole said that Jay White will have the Young Bucks back when they face uh, Rapungi Vice and Rampage Young Bucks said that uh, Cole should have given them a heads up. As Kenny Omega and Jay don't really like each other, Cole said they're not to worry that uh, he'll never steal them wrong. And that's when uh, you're in Bullet Club, you're Bullet Club for life until they kick you out and bring in the next head. Then finally, we get the Texas death match between ha- uh, Hangman Adam Page and Lance Archer. <sighs> Once again, this match is just, you know, you can't have a regular match. For titles in this fucking company. Fine, granted, WWE gets gets you know they get lambasted for their uh, for their fatal four ways or triple threats or you know what what whatever have so. But honestly, you can't have a regular fucking match, and this is a Texas death match. Archer just came back from a near crippling neck injury, and you're gonna put him in a match like this. Then you have that, you have that table spot that he goes through outside the ring. You have that power bomb spot that Hangman got hit with on the on the steel steps that lo- that looked fucking bad. And no one, no one says like, yeah, let's not do this. Why don't you just have a safe fucking match, a one on one match? It would be believable that Paige wins without it being a Texas-style fucking match. This is the shit that annoys me, and this is why I say that. You know, this company does shit for fucking pops. They don't. They don't want to have longevity. They just. They'll just do it for pops. Hey, guess what? We who we gonna have on on Wednesday? And then they'll they'll tease. They'll tease. They'll tease. Finally, give you the pop. They'll get their one million rating, whatever the fuck, and then it's gone again. Because they 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 can't book legitimately. Everything has to be about this shits and giggles indie with a budget fucking uh, show. 
with a large bucket, a large budget, man. I mean, it's it's preposterous. But um, after the match, Adam Cole comes out after the Hangman wins, and he puts the title on Paige's shoulder, which is basically signifying that, yeah, uh, Paige, uh, Paige and Cole will be leading up sooner or later. So let us go into Friday Night SmackDown as I um, de- decompress. I think a pork rind went down the wrong way. Oof. All right. Uh, just quickly on SmackDown, we have the opening segment. Sonya Deville comes out with her um, arm in a brace. Seems as though that Ronda Rousey did her dirty. And Pierce comes out and says that Vince McMahon is tired of her shit. And if she continues on her way, she will be relieved of her position. Her position. So with that being said, um, because it says that she's abusing her power. Uh, Pierce said if Sonya ignores a warning and lays a hand on Naomi during her match with Charlotte, uh, her job will be in serious jeopardy. We get Los Lothario, Los Lotharios going head to head against. Uh, I guess we're not calling them the New Day anymore. Now they're just uh, Biggie and Kofi Kingston. I don't know what's that about, unless uh, they're waiting for. Xavier Woods to come back. You know, Los Lotharios gets the win there. I'm happy for that. I like that. I like that tag team. I like the the pairing. Uh, it makes a lot of sense, and uh, it's a good representation for the Latinos, I guess. SmackDown Tag Team Champions: The Usos attacked the Viking Raiders backstage and stole their helmets. Right. Uh, you get a backstage interview with Michael Cole who talked with Roman Reigns and who talked about two years ago, Goldberg would have had a shot against him, but the WWE Hall of Famer stands no chance against him today at Elimination Chamber. We get Natalia in a match with Aaliyah in a dungeon-style match, which I didn't know going in watching it uh, because, the, you know, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. But um, apparently... In the dungeon style rules, there's uh, there's no um, grabbing the ropes to break a hold that occurred, and uh, Aaliyah was forced to tap out. I like I, I like I said I didn't I didn't know I didn't know what this was. Natalia continued to beat up on Aaliyah until the pr- the protector herself, uh, Zaya Lee, came comes out and listen to. Woman got a look. She could work. I always was. I'm. I've been suspicious of her because she works a little stiff. But let's see if they fix all that later down the line. Sami Zayn rigged the microphone to electrocute Rick Boogs during a insane segment. I guess they stick it to the whole jackass thing. Uh, Happy Corbin defeats Cesaro. What are we doing with Cesaro here, really? Okay. Drew McIntyre announced that uh, against Mad Cat Moss. It will now be a false count anywhere match in Elimination Chamber. And uh, he has threatened to stab Moss with his sword. Yeah, we're just going to. We're just going to just just implement assault or attempted murder during the wrestling show. Goldberg had his, inter- his interview with uh, Cole. 
And um, again, I, I didn't care. I really give a shit. Then we get uh, we get the match between Naomi and Charlotte, which was actually a really good match. Uh, surprisingly, I I uh, I have to say that you know as as skeptical as I've been about Naomi's wrestling the past couple of months or so, she actually stepped it up here. Gotta give it up to her. She did. She looked really good. Charlotte pulls off the win. Uh, with that, we get a. Uh, of course, we get um. The complete. Uh, beatdown, of Naomi. Uh, no, excuse me, of um, of Sonia because Naomi had mentioned that although Sonia can't touch her, but Naomi. Was not told she couldn't. So um, Naomi attacked Sonya Deville, Charlotte, and uh, Sonya then overwhelmed Naomi, which led to Ronda Rousey coming out and making the save. So that'll uh, close up that part of SmackDown, which leads us to uh, AEW Rampage. get the opening of AEW Rampage. We get the Young Bucks and Rapungi Vice. We're all doing this, bringing Jay White and all this shit for Rapungi Vice. Okay, I get it. It's it's a New Japan uh, rivalry. I, I, uh, I know about that. But for Orange Cassie? Really? I must, I swear, I must be missing something here. They're just, I, I don't, okay. Um, Young Bucks get the win here. Um, nothing much to see here. Cassidy t- Cassidy gets taken out by by Jay White with the Blade Runner, but okay. Matt Sydal and Lee Moriarty approach Brian Danielson. Sydal said he took uh, offense to Brian, said that he should be the mentor of Mar- Moriarty. Brian said that Sydal's a good mentor, but cannot teach him violence. Mar- uh Moriarty challenged Brian to a match and said he'll show him what violence is. Brian accepted and said that's what he wanted to see. I'm just, I'm thinking that that Danielson just he's just like punk right now. He's just booking himself against Matt, against guys that he just wants to have these one off matches with, so he could do he could knock off his 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 um his bucket list, have his checklist checked off, and that's it. I guess. Um, yeah. We get Britt Baker going against Robin Renegade. Who? After the match, Dunton Rosa attacked Britt, but was stopped by Jamie Hayter and Mercedes Martinez. Chris Statlanders then said that Lay- Layla Hirsch is unprofessional, and she shows off her attitude like if she was just a kid. 
And she's not su- she's not surprised why her parents gave her up for adoption. What kind of healer shit is that? Like, what the? I mean, listen, I know they're trying to shed the whole alien look for a Statlander, but what the fuck? Okay. Hook defeats Blake Lee in a quick style match. Uh, Homework and I had a conversation. I might elaborate it a little bit more, but uh, I, I, I'm... I don't know. I'm I'm still on the fence about how this booking for Hook is. You're basically making him Jade Cargill. I I'm waiting to see more of him. I want to see him sell. I want to see him in matches where he has to work per se, but we'll see. Then finally we get the Jurassic Express defeating the Gun Club to retain no, to retain the AEW titles. Tag titles. Yep, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's gonna wrap it us wrap us up here at Turbuckle Tabloid. And much, much more. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on our like group page on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram and on Twitter at Turbuckle Tab. Check us out on YouTube and on TikTok at Turbuckle Tabloid. Check out all podcasting outlets for Turbuckle Tabloid. Search us on your Bing, uh, Safari, Google, whatever it is that you use. Just type in Turbuckle Tabloid. It'll lead you to the right path. If not, go to RageWorksNetwork.com to get all the podcasts available in our RageWorks family. And check out the RageWorks.net page for all things connected to the world of pop culture, which is what we do this for. And as always, I leave you with this note. As I mentioned earlier, numbers are dwindling down. It looks like our our, um, our situation with this pandemic is plateauing. But still, please be conscious and be aware of your surroundings or who you're around. There's still some assholes out there that just don't want to comply. They just want to be ignorant. And, you know, we could have been out of this a long time ago. But, you know, there's people out there that just they just don't want to be told what to do. They're um, they're still in that mindset that uh, uh, it's only about themselves selfishly and not caring about the next person. Listen, I did what I had to do because not only because of work purposes, but it's because my family were uh, wholeheartedly with it. And why would I not want to do something that my family is 100% with? Because, you know, if something happens to them and I was not as caring and as, as um, open to what they want done, then what am I here for? So just be conscious of your surroundings. Be conscious of other people around you and um, be selfless, not selfish. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Not much, much to do. Got a, got a whole plate for this week. Not really. Actually, I really don't. It just sounds like I do, but I really don't. I'm just, I'm just getting over fucking Super Bowl shit. Guys, take care. Brush your hair. Take a bump. I'm out of here. Laters. Turnbuckle tabloid. Three, two, one. Tabloid.